common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. I understand Melissa DeRosa is calling in uh, sure. Governor Cuomo's uh, uh, aide and uh, a secretary to the governor, which means almost chief of staff. Yeah, I was going to say. And she's going to report on what the heck is going on in Albany because they're supposed to vote on it today. Melissa, welcome to the show. What's going on? Hey, guys. Great to be back. So, you know, they are. The voting is underway in Albany. They printed a couple of the bills last night. There's still a couple left outstanding. And the way that this works is, generally speaking, once you get a final, final agreement, you start printing the bills and then you save all the controversial policy items and you put them into one bill and you make it sort of impossible for people to vote no. So you put it in with education funding, because otherwise, when you run, your opponents can say you voted against billions of dollars in education. So that is the last bill that has not been printed yet. That's going to be the alpha bill. And according so that's the game to, to play. Yeah. It's a big game. Yeah. yeah. That's right. And they're going to put that in. And so that'll, that'll likely be voted on tomorrow. At least that's their goal. The last extender, which keeps the state running, runs out tomorrow at noon. So it's sort of a mad scramble. And, you know, it's, it's both dysfunctional and fascinating in, in the way that Albany works, which is that that bill contains the bail language, which no one's seen, you know, which has been described in the press, but no one's actually seen the language that will go in that bill. Um, and a number of these other sort of controversial issues. And the governor will give what's called a message of necessity, which sort of waives this three-day waiting period, because you're supposed to wait three days from a bill's introduction to, to voting. But they're going to waive that. So essentially, people will be voting on something the press hasn't seen, the public hasn't seen, and many of the legislators themselves haven't seen. So it's, a, it's so, like voting at 3 o'clock in the morning. Nobody's going to see it. Just, you're just going to vote for it. It's a Nancy Pelosi special. That's what I you was thinking. You have to pass it so you can see what's in it. That's all. It's all, you know, it's, it's, it's something that's, you know, one of these strategies as old as time, because the fear is the longer you have the language hanging out there, the press scrutinizes it, the public scrutinizes it, all of a sudden it drums up negativity. And so you don't want to start losing votes. So you just ram it through as quickly as possible. So that will happen likely tomorrow. And then, you know, we'll put this completely dysfunctional budget behind us and New Yorkers will be left to literally. Are we going to be safer or are we going to not be safe? I mean, look, John, it's the the conversation around safety in New York City, I think, has been sort of cheapened by being reduced to bail. I think that bail has sort of become the scapegoat. And I'm not saying that that may play a role, may not play a role. It depends on the numbers that you look at. But I don't think if I don't think this bail bill is going to do anything to put a dent in public safety in New York. City. And Judge Weinberg shaking his head because no. it seems like it's a drop in the bucket. No, listen, it's a, it, it was a, a ridiculous bill when it was passed. It's been a ridiculous bill every time they amended it. This is one more ridiculous bill. They have to give judges discretion to hold everybody in who's a threat to public safety. End of story. 49 states no, do it I, that way. I don't disagree with you. I think that, I think that, you know, giving judges the dangerousness standard, which we had proposed the first time and did not get the first time around. We've heard from the public loud and clear. We've heard from the judges and the prosecutors. That's what people want. And frankly, it's what every other state in the country that has cashless bail does. And so that should have been what they did. And what's amazing to me is Hochul held up the budget. We're now a month late. This is the latest budget in a decade. So she's now, you know, given the pay raise away for free. 
She was the first governor in the history to get, get you know, blown up on her Court of Appeals nominee. And she's now the decade latest budget in New York State history. And what does she have to show for it? It's like she held it open for so long, trying to look tough and say she's not going to walk away without bail. But what she walked away with on bail was a drop in the bucket. So amazingly, you know, I think she's going to end up having pissed everybody off because the left is angry that they're doing anything at all. And prosecutors and I think judges are going to say this isn't good enough. And I think at the end of the day, the public will react that way, too. So she's going to get no political benefit, no policy benefit. And she will have held this budget out for a month longer than she should have. That's well, amazing. Guys, After uh, all that. Well, I guess we have to wait till they pass it so we can find out what's in it. Yeah, just like Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> just, exactly. like the, just like the members of the legislature. They have to pass it first. Any questions from Melissa before we go for a break, guys? Uh, Anything real Washington? quick? Well, I would just say, if I had to guess, I would say, you know, they're hiding this, so it's not good. Yeah, it isn't good. If it was good, they would show you. Yeah, you're right. That's a great, that's a great point. Uh, clearly, it is going to be a drop after all this, after all the yeah. bargaining chips she gave up, John. That's a shame. A month. Yes. And then, and then nothing Judge? on housing yeah. and she raised, you know, she's raising taxes on businesses in the five boroughs. And so I think at the end of this, it's not going to be good. There's going to be no political benefit coming out of this for her after this fight. And I think she, if it was possible, she is further weakened. Uh, Vito, any, uh, anything? I, I would just simply say that this is not unique to Albany. You know, I served in Congress for a number of years, and what they would do more and more often was just consolidate all the appropriations bills, which are the spending bills, into one big monster they call it an omnibus, and would force members to vote on a bunch of garbage. Uh, and again, with that, as Melissa said, to, to encourage or incite fear into a member to, to vote against it. I voted against most of them because I would say, listen, I'm not voting for the garbage. I'll take the good stuff, but the garbage you can keep. And if you're forcing me to choose, I'll just vote against it and have to explain to the constituents that I don't think they deserve this. So it's not unique to Albany. It's becoming much more of a, a pastime in legislative bodies to do these types of things. And I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's good policy at all. Curtis, anything? Yeah, real quick, Curtis. Yeah, obviously, they think people are stupid, and the media is not here to tell us what's in the bills. So I didn't know this was a fiefdom. I didn't know that this is royalty. I thought we elect them, and they have to report to us. They're our servants. But I guess the servants always rebel and decide they are the kings and queens. Screw you. There's no term limits. There's nothing you can do. That's a good May Day resolution. Thank thank you, (laughs) Melissa. Thank you, Vito. We're going to have to take a break right now. We'll catch up with you guys real soon again.